0: Letter 20 of Letters on England by Voltaire, edited by Henry Morley. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Cheyenne Arrowsmith. Letters on England by Voltaire letter twenty on such of the nobility as cultivate the belle lettres there once was a time in france when the polite arts were cultivated by persons of the highest rank in a state the courtiers particularly were conversant in them although indolence a taste for trifles and a passion for intrigue were the divinities of the country the court methinks at this time seems to have given into a taste quite opposite to that of polite literature but perhaps the mode of thinking may be revived in a little time the french are of so flexible a disposition may be moulded into such a variety of shapes that the monarch needs but command that he is immediately obeyed the english generally think and learning is a in greater honour among them than in our country, an advantage that results naturally from the form of their government. There are about 800 persons in England who have a right to speak in public and to support the interest of the kingdom, and nearly five or six thousand may in their turns, aspire to the same honour. The whole nation set themselves up as judges over these and every man has the liberty of publishing his thoughts with regard to public affairs which shows that all the people in general are indispensably obliged to cultivate their understandings in england the governments of greece and rome are the subject of every conversation so that every man is under necessity of perusing such authors as treat of them how disagreeable soever it may be to him and this study leads naturally to that of polite literature mankind in general speak well in their respective professions what is the reason why our magistrates our lawyers our physicians and a great number of the clergy our able scholars have a finer taste and more wit than persons of all other professions the reason is because their condition of life requires a cultivated and enlightened mind in the same manner as a merchant is obliged to be acquainted with his traffic not long since an English nobleman who was very young came to see me at Paris on his return from Italy he had written a poetical description of that country which for delicacy and politeness may vie with anything we meet with in the earl of rochester or in our cholet our sarazan or chapelle the translation i have given of it is so inexpressive of the strength and delicate humour of the original that i am obliged seriously to ask a pardon of the author and of all who understand english however as this is the only method i have to make his lordship's verses known i shall here present you with them in our tongue quai donc vu dans l'Italie? Orgueil, astuce et pauvreté, grands compliments, peu de bonté et beaucoup de cérémonie, l'extravagante comédie que souvent l'Inquisition vend qu'on nomme religion, mais qu'ici nous nommons folie, la nature en vent bienfaisante vend enrichit ces lieux charmants. Des prêtres, la main désolante étouffe ses plus beaux présents. Les monseigneurs, soi-disant grands, seuls dans par palais magnifiques, ils sont d'illustres fainéants, sans argent et sans domestiques. Pour les petits, sans liberté, martyrs du joug qui les domine, ils ont fait vœux de pauvreté en Dieu par oisiveté et toujours jeûnant par famine ces lieux du pape Bennny semblent habiter par les diables et les habitants misérables sont damnés dans le paradis End of letter 20. Recording by